I've talked a lot about the Keltec KSG shotgun over the years, and it's no secret how much I love it. It's become the go-to shotgun for law enforcement and home defense, and for a really good reason. Uh, but why am I such a huge fan of the Keltec KSG? Well, like everything that Keltec invents, it created an entirely new class of shotgun, and the one that started it all is the KSG shotgun. It's the first 12-gauge pump-action shotgun chambered for three-inch shells. And with its dual tube mags, offers a capacity of 12 plus 1. So that's six rounds in each tube plus one chambered. If you prefer two and three quarter inch shells, even better because the KSG holds seven plus seven plus one. That's 15 shells. You cannot ignore the downward shell ejection either. It makes the KSG truly ambidextrous and ejects shells away from your face. It's brilliant design. See the Keltec KSG up close and personal at KeltecWeapons.com. That's K E L. TECweapons.com. Again, to find out more, visit KeltecWeapons.com. Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. Welcome back to the program, DanaLash.com. Go and subscribe to that newsletter over at Substack. And of course, you can watch the simulcast of the nationally syndicated radio, nationally syndicated radio show, Coast to Coast. You can watch it on the first YouTube. It's up at Facebook. It's everywhere. So for the first time, one of the things that we did is... A good friend of mine was in town. He's going to be speaking. And he's like, hey, let's, I'd like to come in studio. Let's work. This. So I've never had anybody, because you guys know I broadcast out of my house. Tim Kennedy is like, now, he's like one of the only people that knows where I live. He's in studio with me now. You guys know him. UFC fighter, ranger, special forces. He's been everywhere. And he's got a new book out, Scars and Stripes, that is coming out. June 7th. June 7th. I was like, I know it's big. It's like the first week of June. Right. So June 7th pre-order it and i would highly suggest that when you do go pre-order it do it from like books a million or barnes and noble or the publisher because they new york for like bestseller list they won't count like costco walmart or amazon no. especially because you're dirty dirty conservative yeah, especially for that reason. welcome welcome to the yeah, studio thank you so much for having me i of love course. your studio this is gorgeous thank you i mean yeah. it does the job it yeah. does the job i feel so at home i'm like about 18 inches from a, a wall of of weapons and this yeah. brings me joy oh i know yeah. and you blend in so well we could because no. you're in camo so we can yeah. only see like the top of your head you can yeah. only see that just a floating blue head yeah yeah what did you expect when you walked in here what did you think you were gonna I assume a proper studio, and, and it looks fantastic. It's gorgeous. I mean, I, he I, called us a proper studio. It feels Kate. like it. Yeah. I'm like, I, I need a monocle and a bow tie, you know. Yeah, there Just you go. be a real talking head, a so, floating talking head. And you're in Dallas because you got you're speaking. Yep. Later today, you got an event coming up. Mm -hmm. So you're in Dallas. You're only in Dallas for a short time now. Yeah, I'll you, fly home or I'll drive home tonight. And you were telling me because you're in and around the Austin area that you were flipping some seats in Austin. No, we wanted to. Oh, you wanted to. Did not happen. But it came close though, right? No. No, not even close. Nope. You got to seed that ground. Well, yep. you tried though. That's the good thing. Yeah. That's a good thing. I mean, it was three three friends, three veteran friends that were running for office, and 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 I cared more about like you know veterans veterans being in in office, and right. they uh, they they got stomped. Oh, but I love that they stood up though, and that they tried. They did. They what did. what is it with like progressives all moving down to where you are? <sighs> they. When you make a place that you live so unlivable, then you have to move. Like a virus will destroy the host, but that host, um, once it starts dying, it has to move on to something else. So like the, that parasitical approach to, I mean, it, socialism and communism destroys everything that it yeah. goes to. Yeah. And uh, People it, realize it too late, sadly. Too late. Have you thought about putting up like signs directing everybody up to like Oklahoma? <sighs> Like, <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> they come into Austin. No, they all go to Austin though. All so of them do. I want, I want to talk about your book, but I have yeah. one question. This is going to be a weird, okay. a weird topic. 
Because, but I'm fascinated by it. UFO hearings. Yeah. The first time in like 60 years. So I'm of two minds about this. Okay, so you know a lot. Of, you know a lot of things that a lot of people don't know because of what you do. Yeah. And that's all I'm going to say. So I'm looking at it like this: either there's a big like cloaked Klingon spacecraft somewhere out just out of the ranges of Earth's orbit, and you know they're just like prepping us and getting us ready, or it's just a distraction from the fact that we can't get baby formula. Gas is ridiculous. It's hyperinflation. And the fact that it's that people are so desperate they have to go to UFOs. Yeah. Can it not be both? I mean, it can be. Yeah. Because like, there's be definitely no baby formula yeah, on, on anything. Some. Yeah. And, uh, but we, we have some wild aircrafts that, you know, within Department of Defense and foreign governments that are using a UFO is just unidentified foreign objects yeah. flying through the air, right? So that could be anything that we don't know what it is. Um, and, uh, have you just, ever seen anything? I, I've seen wild things. <gasps> yeah, in, really? Yeah, I mean, even like Whoa, Southwest what? Texas near Bar Big Bend and Marathon, like you'll be out there and, the, and there's tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of acres of training area down there that are for the government. You know, and like something will go flying by and I was like, I have no idea what that is. I have no clue. And, uh, you know, they drop bombs out there. It's, it's, it's wild. Actually, the, the, sh the show Mosquito Coast um, talked about that training area because a bunch of, uh, they were trying to smuggle people yeah. through that area. And uh, it's all Air Force owned demo training lanes. Yeah. Hundreds of thousands of acres that they use for all sorts of aircraft. Who knows what they have? You've done a lot of television. Have you ever thought about maybe this might be Tim Kennedy's next program ufo yeah. research yeah i mean as long as something tries to capture find me, the aliens it's you yeah I, I nearly found hitler so i'm saying right that's you know hitler that was what found him easy yeah. now it's aliens that would be wild i'm, just, I'm totally in for it but i love that but to your to the thing that you said that i, I want to make sure that didn't fly by you're like i've seen some wild stuff like government secretive government wild stuff yeah or, like i mean that's I, alien uh how do you know the difference that's a like, great question. Like there's not I like, don't know. There's not like one of those egg-shaped things with those long eyes printed on the side of it. Yeah. So, I mean, outside of it being like, I am a f I am from Mars, how do you know? Yeah. And I'm a cynic, so I would need one of them to actually come up to me and be like, no, like a little green real, dude. I'm, on, I'm an actual alien, yeah. like for real. Like, I am totally doubting Thomas. Like, for real, I'm an alien. I would, I would love it, but I don't know. You've seen wild stuff. So okay, so this we've had, and I, and I have like, the the situation with the economy and then with the ufo hearings this, and i told everybody that today they started today first time in 60 years uh but they and it's the it's a house hearing so i all one other question then we're gonna i want to segue into ukraine is there something about like you know nuclear powered battleships or something because one of the things that i've read consistently is that it all stuff always appears around nuclear stuff like whether it's like a nuclear ship or where like tests were being done or something like that. So in, in time, they're, the way that fleets work, when you have uh, a vessel like that, they're not by themselves, right? There's lots of things. Uh, satellites are over them. So you have more eyes. You have more cameras. You have more radar. You have more visibility. So it's not like something's happening around that nuclear submarine. It's just that there's more eyes and um, signal devices that can track what's happening around there. That's so, actually a really good explainer because yeah. I thought maybe it's just the nuclear material. Yeah, they're just like naturally <laughs> gravitating towards the nuclear <laughs> sub. Possibly. Right. But what we do know is like wherever that is, there's satellites that are watching where mm. that thing is, right? There's tons of tracks of that nuclear submarine there's tons of other vessels that move around it that have radar capabilities and i mean si signal um 
yeah. sing it, that yeah. signal intelligence that You have a lot of eyes, so you're able to see everything more than you would around. So that kind of makes sense that there would be more yeah. reports of this. Yeah, flying uh, fish is a yeah. little too big, and they're like, what was that? Yeah, we're oh, talking to our friend Tim Kennedy, UFC fighter, television host, ranger, sniper, unapologetically American. He's got his new book, Scars and Stripes, which we're going to talk about. Uh, you were there in Afghanistan. You were there in Kabul. Oof. You were there at the airport helping mm. to evacuate people. It was an absolute mess. People were left behind. Um, yeah. And you did a lot to make sure that, because I know every, people were taken to like a third party area, and then there was a lot of vetting going on before people who are who are allies and assets to you know our soldiers helping to provide them with intelligence and also saving their lives. Yep. Um, it, it, from that to now, we're going to be apparently sending people to Somalia. My question is this. If Democrats did not think that Afghanistan was worth American blood, then why do they think Somalia is? I mean, you, you want to talk about a, a host nation that has historically, and I'm talking like decades, had failed policies. Like, you look no further than Somalia. And uh, like clan warlords been ruling everything. You know, obviously Bill Clinton with uh, Black Hawk mm, Down. Yeah. You know, like a bunch of heroes went in to find a bad guy mm. and ultimately because of politics were nearly left to die you know like with the most elite special operations units on the planet in there thank god it was them if it was anyone else everyone on the ground would have died two of my personal heroes shugart and gordon uh, received the medal of honor uh, during that during that uh gunfight and some of my like i'll, I'll call them mentors from that era mm. in uh, special operations uh that i work with often like the, the Jim Smith and the Kyle Lambs, you know, like that's their generation of that battle of Mogadishu. But here, you know, here we are, obviously the, the withdrawal, I don't know if that right word, the failed removal of Americans out of Afghanistan crumbled and allowed the Taliban, you know, a vacuum to exist. So the Taliban could effortlessly just walk through every one of our military bases, you know, take our PVS 31s and, you know, our MRAPs and our helicopters. Like they just walked and took everything. And um, ultimately we end up on one Air Force base, Hkaya, and uh, trying to get the remaining which is crazy because you yeah. had there was a whole other military installation well, two two huge ones outside of Kabul and then you go you you go from a place that's secure and then you take that and you go basically into urban warfare yeah if, if we if we kept Bagram and Kandahar you know like we would have we, we would have been able to set our timeline. We would have had all of our military uh, flexibility, right. maneuverability, and control over like two built-up AOBs. Instead, we fall back to a civilian airport, and uh, and you know we saw how that ended with planes taking off and Afghanistan. Disastrous. Disastrous. Yeah, it, was, it was horrific. So this the situation in Somalia, and that just came out yesterday. That headline uh, because the the threat of Islamic terrorism in the form of Al Shabaab this time. It's always the same devil, different name. Mm-hmm. Al Shabaab. There there originally was a fighting force that was doing a really good job at pushing them back. I mean, why not just like send. Like, you know, a couple of, you know, Tim Kennedy clones to train these dudes, make sure they're armed, and then they can they can keep doing what they're doing and hold their own ground. Yeah, that, that nation building, uh, you know, we, we have tried to do that t- for 20 years in Afghanistan, right? Where yeah. you send Green Berets in and, and you work with like-minded, freedom-loving um, people of Afghanistan. Before we take their air support away. Yeah, <laughs> and... Uh, and Doing that in in a Somalia, like there are friends now. There'll be our enemies later. You know, mm-hmm. we trained Bin Laden. You know, like yeah, he was one of the men that special operations went and trained. Like if you could go around, I'm not, 
I really believe in what we do. I believe in, you know, the oppressed liber liberators of the oppressed. But, but thinking that it's necessary and also supporting it are two different things. Yeah. And, and, and strategically knowing when and, and who to do that with. Yeah. You know, like we can't just like arbitrarily pick this, this uh, current warlord is in favor of us. And yeah. like that warlord wants more power. So currently it'll work out great for him because he'll be elevated, his men will be trained, and then he too, you know, absolute power corrupts yeah. you absolutely, then he will become powerful. There's, there's no reason for us to be there, is there, in Somalia? I, have, I don't know what resources that are... I, I mean, I, I don't know what interests are being threatened. We, for 20 years, we have not had a 9-11. You mm -hmm. know, and a lot of people will look at Afghanistan and it be a failed uh, war campaign. But... 9-11 didn't happen again, right? We kept them on their heels, we kept them moving back, and we kept them trying to fight us over there instead of planes smashed into our buildings here. It's yeah. so like, you know, cost versus gain, I don't know, in an asset liability, a P&L sheet, how you're gonna measure, did we do more good than what would have happened? Right. And these are all what ifs. Exactly, do you wanna stick around for another segment? Oh, absolutely. Okay. We're gonna talk about Tim's book, Scars and Stripes, which is out June 7th, it has it right here on the advanced copy, and I'm like, is that the first week of June? Yeah, it's right there. <laughs> we're gonna talk to Kim Tim Kennedy coming up. So stick with us, we got a quick break. There's nothing like seeing your yard come to life in the spring. There's just one catch, uh, you need plants first, and we all know what a hassle that can be. Now FastGrowingTrees.com has you covered. FastGrowingTrees.com is the world's largest online nursery with expertise, care, and selection that you won't find anywhere else. Whether you're looking for that one perfect plant or ready to design your whole landscape, FastGrowingTrees.com has the expertise to make it easy. One of the highlights is there's no waiting in lines or messy cars from hauling your plants all over town. They make it so easy. You can order online or just by phone and your plants are shipped right to your door in one to two days. Their growing and care advice is available 24-7. And another personal favorite is their 30-day alive and thrive guarantee. So you can trust every is going to be healthy for years to come. FastGrowingTrees.com is my first stop for spring planting. So visit FastGrowingTrees.com slash Dana right now and you'll get 15% off your entire order. Get 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com slash Dana. Grow your dream yard with FastGrowingTrees.com slash Dana. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick 5, brought to you by Caltech. All right, so uh, formula may or may not be back on the menu somehow, kind of. So the Abbott plant, nobody knows what the hell's going on with it. The administration doesn't know what's going on with it. But now the, the administration did announce steps to ease the shortage of baby formula. They're looking into trying to reopen it. And they also said that they're going to also take a look at imports. Can we do more than take a look at stuff? I mean, stop telling parents what they can and can't order from other countries, especially when you're just a desiccated, mentally addled old man who can't even remember his wife is standing next to him half the time. I'm just done with this. Like, this is, this, there's no point for this happening. They said it's a six-week inspection. The FDA went in. They had a six-week inspection. They had a whole list of problems, blah, blah. Okay, fix the problems. This doesn't take six weeks. It takes six. You know who we need? We need John Taffer to go in there. Get John Taffer of Bar Rescue to get up in there. He'll have this thing turn around in a day. Recruit him now. Also, Sweden has signed NATO's request. Finland formally, uh, formally endorses uh, the move. They're pushing ahead with NATO. Turkey, Erdogan down there, has objected. Uh, they insisted, Turkey insisted they're not going to let 
the Nordic countries into the alliance, and the whole thing is over the Kurds. So there, Turkey's upset. Erdogan's upset because Sweden and Finland um, have always supported Kurdish militants. They've supported the Kurdish people in the past. Uh, And as you know, the Kurds in Turkey, they fight constantly. Uh, Turkey does not want any support for the Kurds. And this is what's going to be the this is what's going to be the thing. Uh, the president of Turkey, Tayyip Erdogan, had some very strongly worded objections, and their representative has has been making their case. So we'll see. Uh, but good heavens, uh, great waste of tax dollars. White House is making the third round of free coronavirus tests made in China. Do you want your made in China coronavirus tests made by the very competent Communist Party of China? Uh, you too can also get your shoddily crafted uh, CCP manufactured COVID tests imported fresh from China right to your doorstep, uh, paid for by your tax dollars. They, I love how they go, you can order a round of free at home tests. That's what they said. Free at home tests paid for by our tax dollars, you morons. Welcome back to the show. Dana Lash here with my friend Tim Kennedy in studio and his new book out June 7th, Scars and Stripes, which you should be going to purchase because he's going to talk about all the shenanigans and a lot more in this book. And we're going to talk about I want to get your we were talking about UFOs and I'm trying to get him to do a television show where he finds aliens like he did Hitler. But I got to ask you about Ukraine. Yeah, one of I I really feel all of the all of these years they were propping up Vladimir Putin like all shirtless riding around on horses in the Siberian forest. He saved a bunch of journalists reportedly from yeah. a puma. Yeah. And then he went diving in the Black Sea and he came up with treasures that were just shiny and clean. They just, you know, just magic. They really tried to make him out to be like this military strategist. You know, he's martial arts expert. He can do, he plays hockey, who knew? And then we saw the invasion into Ukraine and their tanks were were blowing getting blowed up there was it was hysterical because there's this uh david attenborough like parody video where they say you know the russian tanks go and they live out the rest of their lives in the fields of ukraine it was a disaster it seems like one of the worst military special exercises i've ever seen what are your thoughts on this When, when you have ukrainian farmers that are effortlessly going and Capturing Russian tanks. Have you, mm-hmm. I mean, if, if you if you want a wild, the farmers are the fi- hardcore, Ukraine man. farmers, and uh, they just hook up and they tow away these <laughs> tr- these gigantic tanks. Yeah, and I mean I think it's like Russian farmers eighty two Russians two. Yeah, you know, like the 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 destruction by Russian farmers, and we were getting your your butt bite beat by Russian farmers or by Ukrainian farmers. Maybe you need to revisit your invasion plan. Yeah. it reminds me of that uh, scene from Zack Snyder's Three Hundred, where you had the Spartans and they were meeting the Athenians, yeah. and he and, and Leonidas was like, "Spartans, what do you do?" And they're like, "We're warriors." Yeah. And then the other guys are like, "Well, we're painters," yeah. and you know all this other stuff. Because they're used to this. Like, they fought, they, like, come out of the womb throwing punches. Yeah. I mean, even the, 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 the tank commander winner of the biggest tank competition in Russia was mobilized to be part of the invasion. And he was, and he died. He died, like, this Russian tank commander and the winner of the whole entire tank games in Russia goes over. And, you know, and it's really hard to discern what's truth what's yeah, fact and there's fiction. A lot of, there's propaganda there's, on both sides oh for my sure. goodness and, and that propaganda i mean even on you know like on our instagrams you see these 
hundreds of bots. You know, those are Russian and Chinese bots that oh, are yeah. totally strategically targeting us. And that, uh, that's flattering, isn't it? It kind of is, <laughs> but also infuriating. Yeah. Because I want to have conversations right. and they're, they're removing our ability exactly. to have that civil discourse. But uh, like the fact of never knowing what's fact or fiction over there, it's, it's wild. Incredibly wild. And how does this end? Because it seems like this is going to go on for quite a long time. The longer it goes, it's worse for Russia, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, anytime that you know you're moving from an invasion into a resistance phase, so unconventional warfare. You look at our initial invasion to into Iraq, right? And how like the shock and awe, and how powerful that was, right? But then a decade later, we're like still getting blown up and we're never fully settling we go and kill Zarqawi but then five new leaders come into his place and then Iran starts pumping in money then Russia's pumping in money into Iran Iran's punching pushing in money into Afghanistan and Iraq so then you're in like this never-ending war that's a proxy yeah. war with kind of other yeah leaders. it's a mess talking with our friend Tim Kennedy UFC sniper ranger television host author Scars and Stripes. Tell me about this book because this you go into some detail here. You yeah. did some stuff as a kid. Yeah. You did some things. I did some things. There's a lot yeah. of living for sure. Yeah. As I, I like stumble out this door, busted and broken, the um a, a, it's like a the lot dangerous of, book for boys grown up. Yeah. That's kind of what it's every like. Every mistake that you could make. And matter of fact, like I uh I I said that if you could make a mistake as a young man, I made it. And uh and I very transparently through absolute truthfulness Here's, here's my mistakes, and yeah. hopefully you don't make them yourself. Goes into him fighting the Taliban, UFC, and also himself. It's very, uh, very all the places you'll go. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah, yeah, your biggest opponent is you. Very interesting, though. Yeah. Tim Kennedy, I appreciate you joining me in studio. Congrats on this book, Scars and Stripes. Get your pre-orders in now. And, and make sure that we run this book up to the top of some bestsellers list. It's a really good read. I'm only like a third of the way through, admittedly. Yeah. But it's a really good read. Congratulations Thank so you. much. Absolutely. Thanks, Thanks for, for being me. here. Yep. So we have tax dollars going towards, pulling this up, Peloton memberships for House staff and some Capitol Police. It was, a, it was an email that was obtained by Fox Business from the Office of the Chief Administrative Officer the premier employee benefit, which is made to all Capitol Police, is going to provide staffers with both Peloton All Access and a Peloton app, the membership at no monthly cost. And it's going to be offered to about 10,000 people on staff working for the House and 2,300 Capitol Police. And that the contract cost is a $10,000 upfront payment to Peloton. $10 per month charge for each staffer. So if you have 12,000 staffers that do this, it's $120,000 a month. That's, that's a lot of money. And they offered it to 10,000. Well, actually, it is, it's actually 12,300. So you're looking at six figures a month of our taxpayer dollars paying for this for Peloton. Anybody else have a problem with this? This is what we paid our tax dollars for. The email that was sent from the office, they told the staff uh, and officers they would have access to thousands of live and on-demand classes, et cetera, et cetera. And Peloton said that they did confirm that the House uh, is extending Peloton corporate wellness to all their staff and Capitol Police. So Peloton confirmed it. Good heavens. I have a Peloton bike and I hate it. Hate it. I want to sell it. 
I wish, do they have a thing where you can take it, we can send it lightly used back? I'm a runner. I don't know why I got, I don't know why I got this bike. It's ridiculous. You know what? Save yourself some money. If you're, if you're hell bent on getting a Peloton, you know what you do? Just get the app then if you have to, and then just buy like a regularly priced exercise bike, like on Amazon or, you know, on Walmart or something, Costco, anywhere. It's, I'm just, trust me. But that's, golly, this is crazy. Crazy, crazy that this is just, that we're spending this much, 120000 I mean, do most people, can most average everyday Americans just go out and afford like that kind of, that kind of, you know? Jeez. $120,000 for this. Why in the hell are we funding this? Why in the world? Million dollar question. Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.